not recording, guys. I'm this is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. G'day, folks, and welcome to episode 99 of the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, John Woz Jr. And today I'm joined by Dan King and Elliot Bermudez. We nearly had a technical glitch at the start of today's show, but it's all good. We're all running, we're all singing. Bez is happy. Dan's happy with his brightly coloured hat. John is currently not with us. He's in California helping his uh, in-laws. So uh, big um, wave to John. Um, I hope you're well. But let's get back to who's in the room. In fact, let's go to that dodgy place up in the north of England near Manchester, Bolton. How's it going, Bez? It's just terrible, isn't it? Everything's breaking. But, you know... It's, it's the, the only bright spark in the entire week is the fact that the Chargers won. So, you know, what more what, what can you want? And I've just worked something else out. The British government has had more prime ministers than the Browns have had quarterbacks in the last 20 years. I was about that. Bit, bit, of, bit of politics trying, on the show. Trying to make Browns, Browns fans who aren't listening feel better. Oh, well, <laughs> everyone listens to our podcast. Dan, how's it going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Excited to talk Chargers. Well, I'm expecting to talk Chargers. Maybe not excited at the moment, but yeah. Well, could be worse. You could be a uh, Panthers fan, couldn't you? True, true. So, boys, narrow win. Bez, you did predict before the in last week's show that the Chargers would lose by two. Um, I didn't predict I did. a 50 burger. You did. Um, overtime, Dustin Hopkins, special teams again. What's going on? Special teams. We must be ranked number one in DVOA. Don't at me, you guys listening. I know we're not the number one ranked team on DVOA special teams. Number one, number one charger special teams in history. Number one perhaps. charger special teams. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But look, let's get the nitty gritty out of the way. It wasn't great from an offensive stance. And I'm going to put all that down to Corey Lindsley. When he doesn't rock and roll, nor does the charge offence, Zion Johnson gave up four pressures. Trey Pipkins carried an MCL. He gave up five pressures. It wasn't pretty. Defence wasn't great. JC Jackson got benched at um, halftime. It's not, it's not looking good for him, but... I did some reading earlier on, and a certain USA Today uh, publication basically says that Brandon Na- uh, Brandon Naley, Brandon Staley needs to look in the mirror before he starts pointing the finger at JC Jackson. So there's plenty of talking points. Dan, give us some of your takeaways from from Sunday's win. Um, well, I think the the first thing I I could think about was um how. I think we underestimated the Broncos' defense. They've been fairly solid. They've not necessarily been the problem with the Broncos. And you've got players like Baron Browning just showing up um, and taking advantage of the fact that Lindsley wasn't there. I don't think it was just Lindsley that was the problem. You'd also got Keenan Allen, obviously, not back, meant that Mike Williams was with Pat Satan the whole night. And yeah, that I don't think that's going to go well for many receivers all season long. Um, whereas if 
if Keenan had been covered by Pat Satan, we might have seen some bigger shots to Mike as opposed to just having to throw to Gerald Everett every now and then because that didn't tend to go too well. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike Williams, two receptions for 17 yards. Who would have thought that? Yeah, especially as before the game, we were talking about how he's like in all of all of the categories, number one in one-on-ones. Um, so it was, uh, I don't want to say a wake-up call to an extent, but like it's it's definitely you could notice the impact of not having those two players. It really really showed in this game, but we won. So you know, play ugly and win. That's good. Yeah, so. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Come on, Bez. Well, Popper's set me off a bit, to be fair, because he's... Ooh, um, Get some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, so Popper's moaning, right? So the Chargers, we're all a bit negative. We're four and two. We have the second best, joint best, second joint second best record in the AFC. And yet Chargers fans are negative and upset. And, and we're in that boat. A lot of other podcasts are. There's a few that have been quite happy-clappy. I'm, I'm more than happy to say that I've had guests on this show that say... They want to be positive, and I respect that. But I think there's – it's not negativity, it's realism. And and Popper says, give the Chargers a break. Every team gets banged up and has its adversity, and it's how you react. And the Chargers have reacted really well, and they've got four wins. And I respect that. But I'm also not happy, Popper, because I, I'm, I'm entitled to my negativity. It's not necessarily negativity for the sake of it. It's for the It's the realism that there are things that need to improve if we're going to make a Super Bowl run. Are we going to get in the playoffs? Are we going to challenge for the division? Are we going to make a serious run at a championship? So, you know, there, there are things that disappoint me. JC Jackson, the criticism is 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 perfectly, perfectly reasonable. He's been playing atrocious. And um, the play calling's been poor. Herbert, you can make excuses, but I'm happy to say we need to be better. We played a good team. Carl Van Noy had an interesting Twitter thing. He went on Twitter and he said, guys, come at me. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? I want to hear your opinions. And people were negative. And he said, I can't believe you're being negative. We've played an elite defense. We've shut them down defensively and we've got the points to win. But for me, fair play, Popper, fair play, Van Noy. You look at Justin Herbert's face when we kicked the winning field goal. He wasn't elated. He was just, what the was hell released. are we playing at? Yeah. yeah, it was just like. It, it was just, just a, okay, right. we can move on. Fine. What was that? So so I think there's a long way to go. I think there's loads of positives. I'm more than happy to talk about them. I think there are concerns. I think it's reasonable to talk about them. But, you know, we're in a bit of a... I would rather be four and two talking about the fact that we're nowhere near where we need to be. That's an op- that's a sign of optimism than be two and four and be pay- playing as well as we could be. So, you know, it's a good place to be. You can get better and you're still winning. This is a league that's week to week, overreactions, underreactions. Um, both your points are valid. And I think, Bez, people have got a right to be disappointed purely because we've got Justin Herbert and the fact that we spent a ton of money in the offseason, the fact we brought JC Jackson in, you know, Sebastian Joseph Day, Khalil Mack, they're doing what we've paid them to do. They're, they're playing lights out. Mack, another sack on the. Uh, um, Sunday is that six and a half on the season. You know, there's plenty of positives. Drew Tranquil, that dude is playing for a big contract. Two sacks, a tackle for loss on, on Sunday. Derwin James, 
had a poor just week just chip four. in on a Drew Tranquil there. That sack where he was completely uncovered and just obliterated Russell Wilson. That was that was a great play. That was that was obviously that was the way it was schemed. That was the way it was planned was to leave him free. But yeah, it was just seeing him just go completely unchecked straight into Wilson. Guys, was, we've been we've been screaming, haven't we, for 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 the defense to generate lots of heat, lots of pressure. That's what happened against uh, Denver. Um, you know, Tranquil's been playing lights out. Derwin James had a bounce back game, and it does go up and down. The the problem. This is the problem with the Chargers. All right, Justin Herbert and Derwin James set the bar that high. When they have an average game or below average, it's like what the heck? And I, you know, and I, I'm the same. Like, what is going on? They can't be at that level all the time. And do you know what? If they're going to have two or three bad games a season, I'd rather it be in regular season than have a have a bad game in the playoffs because in the playoffs, it is roulette. That is it. Spin the uh, roll the, uh, you know, get the ball rolling, uh, shut the dice. Whatever lands lands, and that's it. You, you, in in the regular season, you get a second bite of the cherry, or a third bite, or a fourth bite. You know, so there's still a lot of negativity around Joe Lombardi. Um, but Dan, you made a good point. Broncos have got a feisty defense, arguably one of the best. Yeah, in the they, league. they've allowed on average 16 points a game. We yeah. got 16 in regulation, yeah, and three in overtime. It's it is what it is. We played. Their defense, as well as uh, any team, would play their defense on average. So yeah, I mean, can't we'll, be can't be too upset by that, considering that we were missing some key offensive players. Now, obviously, yeah. they've missed. They're losing a few defensive players, like we mentioned last week. Bradley Roby's not there, and but you can only beat what's in front of you. I think I think that one of the, the big concerns for me, and you can't replace Corey Lindsley. We, you know. People talk about depth chart, and I know Bez, you were a bit upset about our the quality of depth coming into the regular season. But you're you're not going to get if if you've got a centre that is eighty five percent as good as Corey Lindsley, he's going to be good enough to be a starter on another team, and that's the point I made. So Will Clapp coming in, you know, third string uh, centres and stuff like that, it is going to have a negative impact on the offensive line. It's going to have a negative impact on a rookie right guard. Uh, and we saw that, but the charges adjusted. They came away with the win, you know. And it, it, it's as, it's as simple as that. We've we've been screaming and, and yelling at the TV. We've been you know the, those that are lucky enough to go at the game from the bleachers saying, "Just get the win," and that's what we've done. And Bez, your point about reality check, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, it's that old. Soccer analogy: If you win one game, if you win every game one nil, you're going to win something. If the Chargers keep winning, yeah, this is it. I'm, you know? I, 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 we always ask ourselves: Like everybody wants to win, win big, win comfortable, win sexy, play the long ball. It, it's unrealistic, right? Right now is not the playoffs. Right now is not the time to be the best team in the NFL. Mostly, <clears throat> mostly teams that start off amazing. Remember the few years ago, there was a Cardinals team that was five and zero and didn't make the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it, it Steelers, te- Steelers ten and zero last year. You know, so so we you've got to just sort of reel it in and say right now the only thing that matters is getting a W and just building up enough wins to get in the playoffs yeah. and work out the rest. And I think uh, if uh, going to positivity, all right, Popper, 
popping off at me and the rest of us for negativity. Um, I'll be positive. If we're withholding some plays and holding Herbert back to put less on tape, show less about what Lombardi's about, and we're picking up W's in a, in a much more conservative fashion and trying to protect Herbert and heal up the team as much as we can for the playoffs... I'm all for that. I'll take a wild card, 10 wins this season, limp into the playoffs, healthy, and go on a run. I'm happy with that. But, uh, you know, so so fair enough. Hold my hands up. Just, I'm content. Guys, what, 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 what are you reading about Keenan Allen with this hamstring injury? I mean, good Lord. Worries me. It, it, it worries me as well, because this is this is now we're, in, we're heading into week seven. But and at least it is only one more game until the bye. So... Yeah, but is he going to be healthy? I mean, he's, he's limited practice. He's doing one, you know, he's doing individual drills. Uh, look, hamstring is not, not, it's not the only injury. hamstring injury we've got now, as well. After no. this game with um Hopkins, well, certainly putting the hop in Hopkins. Well, yeah, exactly. That was I awful. Mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> I appreciated it, Dan. <laughs> shocking, Dan. Absolutely shocking. Leave the dad jokes to me as they say at work. Um, but no, it's. I am a bit concerned about that, and I don't. I don't know whether or not we're going to get Joey Bosa back after the bye. But uh, again, I don't think we've we've not. In, it, certainly in the game against Denver, we, we didn't. We didn't miss Joey. Obviously, you want him playing all the time, but it, it is good to see other people uh, stepping up to mark and getting sacks. I think uh, the good thing as well is two and one in the division. Uh, another win at home, which is which is really important. Two and one everywhere. Two and one at home. Two at one. Two and one on the road. Two and one in the division. Yeah. Two and one. I'm just looking for him, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he had a ma- magnificent game. Three carries for eight yards. So we sorted him out. <laughs> what a revenge game that was, eh? Wow. Go on, go on, Melvin. I mean, you do you. It's quite funny oh, that to your Uber driver. Yeah, I mean, it's quite, it's quite funny that, uh, you know, against uh, uh, we, we had that 200-yard game on the ground um, against the Browns. They put nearly 200 yards. And here we are against Denver. They, we held them to 23 carries for 98 yards and the Chargers. That's what we've been all season. Uh, 24 uh, carries and, and 73 yards. Um, Sony it's Michelle. the return of the Sony Michelle experiment. Yeah, Sony mm. Michelle, eight carries for, for twenty-eight yards. Looks um, right. Yeah, uh, you know he did. To be fair. He, he looked better than he had in any other game. Yes, agreed. But the consistent man, the man of the moment, that that in my opinion, the offensive player of the year so far for the LA Chargers, Austin Eckler, another hundred-yard uh, net game. All right, a lot of. Uh, a lot of short passes there, a lot, a lot of check downs to him, but he's still moving the chains. I think he's been the consistent. If we lose him, God God knows what the offence is going to look like because we just can't. He, at the minute, he seems to be the, the go-to man. He seems to be the, the, the premier offensive player for the Chargers. Um, and this is why I think I wanted us to try and win the division and go into the uh, into playoffs if we can with that buy and rest people because again it's that it's that situation we were in in 2018 where players look tired we, we beat the ravens and that seems to be our super bowl but this is why you have the depth chart and this is up to the the coaching staff brandon staley to manage the roster effectively so i think for the charges the bye week is the bye week the week after 
Seattle? Seattle then bye yeah. weeks. So, then bye know, weeks. so I think it's coming at the right time for us. It would have been nice to have it maybe a couple of weeks later, but it is what it is. And I think that's a chance for us to rest and recuperate. Plus, regardless of what happens in this next game, we go into the bye with a winning record. Very true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, look, let, let's let, let's let's not be around the bush. I, I did say that we'd be five and um, five and zero oh going into uh, the game against Denver. Obviously, massively optimistic. I don't think any of you lot were that optimistic, but I think if you rewind the clock back to pre-season and said, "Was would you be happy with a four and two record going into into week seven? Yeah, absolutely, because. What if I asked you, would you be happy with a four and two record and then listed everyone that was injured? You'd snap your arm, you'd snap my hand off, wouldn't you, for that? Well, maybe I'd snap your hand off for the record, not necessarily at the uh, injury. I mean, who'd have thought the way the things turn out? You know, JC Jackson coming in hasn't played well, and then Herbert getting hurt and, and Lindsley going out, Keenan Allen missing literally all the season. Um, is it, look, should we be surprised? This is the NFL. I don't know why we are surprised by things because everything's just crazy. Or I think you know, if you we'll get onto Seahawks in a minute, but they've got a they've got an injury list uh, as long as the uh, I five. <laughs> so um, yeah, absolutely crazy. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about the Seahawks. Before we do that, does everyone remember back? I think it was two thousand and I want to say fifteen. Uh, the the queue when the Seahawks. Week one with the fans, yeah. Oh, the with, fans the, with the ridiculous weather and the fans, yeah. And, the, and they were the holding Percy tables Harvey above their foot. hands, yes. Yep. <laughs> More of that, same, please. We'll be back after this short break. This is unbelievable. 40 seconds left on the clock. The game's tied at 42. The Chargers are lining up for an onside kick. The chance of regaining possession is slim, and the stakes are high, and the tension is even higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks, you watch, the ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same gay parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can Throw down a stepped-up same-game parley once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back. back to ep- we're back we're back welcome back to episode ninety nine of the Charge Up Bolts podcast ninety nine our regular listeners have been listening to us for ninety nine episodes rabbiting on about the charges must be good joined by uh, Bez there and uh, Dan King with the world's lariest LA Chargers cap guys four and two Seattle Seahawks Pete Carroll. Is he the oldest NFL coach at the minute? Yeah, he's about uh, 237. I thought he was only 210. <laughs> Seahawks 3-3. Three and three. Um, They've had to move on since Russell Wilson. 
What do we like about this game? Dan King. I, I like how many points their defense allows. Um, it's I think it's second in the league uh, behind the, the Lions who have just been hot trash on defense. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a big change from what we've just gone up against. Um, what I don't like is how okay Geno Smith is playing. What, best it, best Chargers QB of all time. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, that was that was entertaining back in the day. Um, but yeah, he's he's playing really. If Smith, one hundred thirty-eight uh, attempts, one hundred eighty. Uh, sorry, one hundred thirty-eight completions off one hundred eighty-eight attempts, fifteen hundred two yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. So yeah, he's he's, he's playing okay. He's playing okay. The uh, interestingly, the 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 Chargers have got a seventy three and a half percent chance of winning this game, and are basically heavy favourites by five and a half points, which means oh, absolutely nothing. It's a banana skin, isn't it? Because you know, you've Geno Smith is 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 the quarterback we all knew but then didn't know, and it was always hidden somewhere. But he's playing well, and he's he's helping them on in sort of develop not just in the passing game but opening up running lanes as well because he, he can be mobile. And the big thing is that uh, injury is forcing them to play some players that are proving to be really talented, which is often the case in the NFL. We know this. Players go down, and the player that steps up just breaks through. I drafted Kenneth Walker in quite a lot of fantasy to sit on my bench and be this you know, late-season bloomer if things went awry. And obviously, we know we know that, that now he has the starting job. He rushed 21 times for 97 yards, a touchdown. Knee, knee, knee injury. He's, he's got a bit of a knee niggle. Although he, he did, does, he, did. he does, but he looked good with it because it was it was he had questionable tag last week. Him. He still looks good. Kick him. Just kick him. Oh, kick him in the tunnel. So, so I think what you do is is you spike Gino in this in this game, and you crush down on Walker. You cut those two options out, and force Gino to play against zone coverage, allowing him to play intricate passes that we know he probably can't make consistently. And let JC Jackson, for goodness sake, he's starting. Let him play. Let him go and just do the game that he plays. Bump and run, trying to get take turnovers, trying to get takeaways. And 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 Vato, get him involved. Rotate them. Take the pressure off. It's not JC Jackson. Every single play, bring Vato in, rotate them around. You, you will win this game if you make Gino have to beat JC Jackson and Vato and Asante Samuel Jr. in the air on a consistent basis. That's a very good analysis. Dad, come on. And Callahan. Yeah, yeah Bryce Callahan. He's silent man. He's doing his job. Love him. So, I mean, for me, it's all about Drew Tranquil again, the highest graded uh, player from week six uh, by, by a country mile. Khalil Mack's been absolutely outstanding. And Naz was good um, in, in week six. So, you know, we, we've got some positives, but generate the heat and we know what can happen. I think on the on the offence, we, we've just got to hope that it clicks and comes together. We need to find that running game again and uh, protect Justin Herbert. But it's, it's Corley Lindsley going to be playing. That's the big one. Yeah, it was just a bug, wasn't it? So I think he comes back. Um, and I hope he plays. I think, for me, the big news about the Chargers, we aren't just to blow away everyone team, which I don't think exists. Even the Bills, the Chiefs, look like they have weaknesses and can be beaten. I think the Chargers have, have a, one big pro and one big con. 
the big con about the Chargers is that every team has something that is a weakness on the for the Chargers. You can find a way to damage the Chargers. You can be good at running and better than the Chargers run defense. You could perhaps blitz them in passing. You could shut down her. one of those things you might be good at, but the Chargers will have an, a, one or two of those things that they're better than you at. And the Chargers just need to make sure that <coughs> if they are up against it, against a team that is exposing a weakness, that they're exposing multiple weaknesses on the opposition, which I think is entirely possible when it comes down to coaching. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do get the impression with, with Brandon Staley's defence he wants them to be too hybrid. What do I mean by that? He wants them to do too many different things. The days are gone where you're going to get a special safety just being a special safety. He's going to play multi- multiple different uh, positions. You know, JC Jackson clearly is is more um, um, inept at um, um, playing, uh, you know, man coverage. Zone coverage clearly doesn't really suit him as, as such. It's, it's playing people to their strengths as opposed to getting an elite player and playing them in a system that they're not necessarily comfortable with. Now, you would like to think that between the defensive coordinator, between JC Jackson, between all the defensive players, actually, and Brandon Staley, that they can have those discussions. And, you know, let's see what happens because that is an opportunity. Week six, we've, we've, we've spoke about the fact that we had a narrow win. We've got the win. It's an opportunity to learn from it. So we don't need to do that again. But I mean, Tyler Lockett is a, he would have been a good test, a big, a good matchup against JC Jackson, who is rumored to start on, on Sunday. But Lockett doesn't look like he's, uh, he's going to come out and, and uh, uh, pad up um, for, for injury reasons. So hamstring, hamstring yeah. There's play, I mean, all these hamstrings, it's got to be, it has to be the surface, in my opinion, and the footwear that they're wearing because. It's yeah, not three of their three of their did not participate on their latest injury report. A hamstring, Penny Hart, Tyler Lockett, Isaiah Dunn, all hamstring. Well, yeah, one of the others, Uchenna Noisu, is a non-injury related rest, and he is probably the the best pass rusher. Yeah, he's the, the, he's yeah, their sack leader. I wonder who let him go to go to the Seahawks. Mm. <laughs> I mean, look. It would it would be a massive coup for the Seahawks if they could uh, lift to, to four and three and 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 obviously the, the Chargers um, with the same record. But I don't know. I just don't see. I just don't think they're going to have enough. And I think it would be really really refreshing to see the team going at five and two. But even even if we win down and bed, I, I still think there's a lot of work to do going forward. I, 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 it's, it's a danger to go into the bye week with, with a winning record, thinking everything's okay. But it just feels weird sat here not talking about special teams in a negative way because they are absolutely flying right now. Do you know what else is weird? All of our division is playing at the same the same time this weekend. Really? We're all playing. Two of them are on at 9.05, and we've got us and the Chiefs both on at 9.25. Chiefs have already won anyway because the Zebras have already arranged that. So uh, no, no roughing the passer. Presumably that will be the game on Sky as well. Who are they playing? Uh, the Niners. The Niners who are dropping in, dropping drastically in the power standings, the power rankings. Um, so that will be a nice easy win for Mahomes and we we'll, we have to keep pace with him. But you know what? 
there's, there's own at the moment who who worries you? Do the Eagles worry you undefeated? It, uh, not really. I've watched them. They've played no one. They played some nice stuff, but they don't look like a championship winning team. It, James it, Bradbury's playing well for them. He perhaps. is, and then I picked him up in fantasy, yeah. so no doubt he will he will tank <laughs> it now. Um, so, you know, I, I think at the minute, the, the problem is, is that there are mass injuries across the NFL. That There is no standout team. You know, I still think the Bills are the, the No, we have the best were. win streak in the AFC. So, you know, so we're, we're there or thereabouts. And, um, you so, know, I think it's a good matchup. And let's just get the win anyway. I don't care. Disappoint me. So do the win. Jets. So, so what, what, what are you saying, Jens? It's good. So what you're saying, gents, Super Bowl's going to be Chargers Giants. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you imagine, you know, they just come from nowhere. The Giants, every now and again, they just become good, and then they go back to being diabolical. When, when did you? When was the last time you heard? I mean, look. When, did, when was the last time someone said both New York teams are playing well? It's just, just absolutely madness. But nine and three between them. I know I, I, it, it is absolutely ludicrous, and this is supposed to be an era when we were we were sat here talking about all the AFC. West teams blowing everyone out of the water, and that's not been the case. Um, my, my personal view is that the, the Chiefs are looking to be four and two, and I think the Chargers are looking to be four and two as well. And I don't, it's going to take, I, I did say that we would get to week seven or eight before we or six or seven before we saw what the Chargers are really like. I, I, I'm going to defer that now. I don't think we will really understand what our team is until week 10 for, for, for several reasons. Injuries for, for one, but the fact that we're just so up and down. You know, one minute we're 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 pretty it's decent. Week eleven, offense. week eleven's the game. That's cool. the the home game against the Chiefs. Well, we've got to win that. That that's it's just Seattle. That just a, I don't home look. to Seattle by at Atlanta at San Francisco, home to the Chiefs. So the Falcons does not worry me whatsoever. Nor does the, the Niners um, beat the Chiefs 3-0. I don't care. Chiefs zip, charges three, field goal. I'm not bothered. We just have to beat the Chiefs. I think Mahomes has been very lucky. I think he's had some uh, extraordinary uh, uh, luck with, with um, the, 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 the officials. A bit like Tom Brady. That's just the way it is. You can't mitigate against that. If it's going to go against, it's going to against. But you've got to, you've got to keep. Can we? Can to... we take? You just mentioned him now. Can we just take take a moment to say Rogers and Brady worst ever six game starts to a season that they've ever had. Thank God, it's happening. Retire both of you. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean... bring back Drew Brees and, and Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Peyton Manning? No, 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 no. He's he's broken, man. He might as well bring back Andrew Luck as well, and he's broken. Right, guys, predictions. Come on, Bez. I think that we struggle to contain them running. Geno Smith moves the change with his legs. I think the Seahawks get up early and we grind out an extremely ugly win, but JC Jackson gets back to form. And get some fourth quarter, a pick in the fourth quarter, returned for a touchdown. That is a hot take for you straight away. And I'm going to say 24-19 charges. I was thinking 27-20, so similar Close. similar thoughts, yeah. I was thinking oh, 20 charges. I was thinking 2010. 
Oh, a bit more comfortable. A little bit more comfortable. Yeah, I just... I think it's just going to be one of them games where uh, defences dominate. Um, Popper would love you, Mr. Positivity. Well, <laughs> look, I, I'm just saying it in, in a positive way that, you know, we're going to hold Geno Smith's offence to 10. But in the same token, if we if, if Herbert and company put up 20 points and get some yardage, that's that's a positive going to bye week. Um, I mean, the Seahawks... You know, they're, they're, in my opinion, they've got a head coach who he knows where he knows. He doesn't really um, adapt. He's not one of these up and young coming head coaches like the likes of Sean no. McVay or, or, or Brandon Stanley. No, he doesn't have the Legion of Boom anymore, does he? No, no, that, that, that's all gone. So I think I think the Seahawks are, be, are going to be one of those teams that come the end of the season, they'll probably be fighting for a wild card spot, you know, coming to week 18 and they'll probably miss out. But we just need to make sure that this is not a game where we stub our toe again because it's people still waiting for the charges to keep doing it every week. And uh, I'm, I've got no doubt most of the, if not all of the AFC West, uh, were rooting for Denver on uh, on Monday night. So we're just going to get this one over the line, get away and reset. Um, and I think, my honest opinion, I think Brandon Staley and his coaching staff need a break as well. Because... You know, they're, they're under a lot of pressure at the minute. Um, we've all said it. Tom Telesco is in the hot seat um, because of the investment that he's made. Um, I don't think that Coach Daly's in the hot seat, but I do think that Lombardi's in the hot seat. So let's just see what happens. Let's hope Corey Lindsley is healthy. He definitely needs to play. And just interestingly, just watch Zion Johnson. If Lindsley's fit, if he's healthy, if he starts and plays a full game, Let's just see the upturn in Zion Johnson. Go on, yeah. let's jump in. No, no, I think he's Zion Johnson's absolutely class, and he, uh, he, need, he needs. He, but he, but, but he everybody needs, needs a, an absolute quality centre because he's the, the the pinnacle of your your oh, um, starting starting guy with the ball in his hand, with the rock in his hand, and 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 clap is not ready. So uh, yeah, Lindsay will be out. And don't forget, we keep we keep forgetting we haven't got Rashawn Slater playing left tackle. But so, you know, so limited participants. Keenan Allen, probably not going to play. Trey Pipkin's sore knee. Corey Lindsley is still ill, but getting better, likely to play. Sebastian Joseph Day has an ankle injury, injury and Will Clapp's quad has gone. Oh, um, so, uh, you know, Joshua Kelly's missing weeks. Hopkins might miss this week. Gerald Everett's back out, looking like he will play. And Joshua Palmer somehow got a concussion, yet I don't remember him doing anything to get one. So, hmm. And then we've got the Kenneth Murray. I mean, he, well, he did quite a bit in that game, Palmer. But yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember him taking a big mm. shot or anything. Or, no. You know. Just, just interesting. Before we go, what what was Kenneth Murray's stats at the weekend? Can you remember? Uh, played one one one. <laughs> I'm just I'm just having a look now because his name wasn't really mentioned, was it? Kenneth Murray. Here we go. Ooh, five tackles, four solo. So, okay. Yeah, he was there. Chris Rumpf, three tackles, solo. We haven't seen enough of him. So, yeah, there's, there's room for improvement. But uh, we're on the right path. We're winning. What more can you want? Ones. Guys, that was episode 99. Unbelievable. Where can we find your socials? Uh, I'm at UKLA Chargers. I'm at Bez the Spaniard and at Charged Up Pod.
Don't forget to follow John Ayres at Adroid Ayres, hashtag Audible Chocolate. You can get me at Enzone85. And the main handle, charged up underscore bolts. And, and Bez, for some reason, show me a picture of our former Prime Minister. Well, that's just Goodbye, Lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Lizard. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 100 when Bez finally puts on an LA Chargers jersey. <laughs> some cake. And uh, we'll have some fun. Bolt up. Bolt up. Bolt up. <laughs>